Hey there, I'm Lena Elkins, head coach and trainer at Lena Elkins Coaching. Welcome to Unfiltered, where we talk about real business, real marketing, and real transformation. This podcast is created for aspiring and growing online entrepreneurs who are investing their own capital, their own time, and their own energy into transforming their lives and companies, and are on a mission to multiply their income, influence, and impact fast. Welcome to Unfiltered, and I hope you love the episode. Hello there, my friends. Lena Elkins here, and welcome back to Unfiltered. I'm super excited to have you guys here. I hope that you are having an awesome and incredibly productive day. I've been having a good day. It's Sunday here. Yesterday, uh, Eliav and I, my husband and business partner and I, did a lot of uh, deep planning for the business for the week to come. We went to the pool. We ate good food. It was a good day. And so because I did my pre-planning yesterday, today was just super, super productive. Or I'm talking like the day's over. It's not. It's 3 o'clock. And we've gotten a ton done. I just got back from the gym, had some client calls, worked on all kinds of different projects and stuff going on with our customers. And yeah, it's been a really, really good day. And I think that something that made my weekend so awesome, and just so you guys are clear, I'm recording this on Sunday. And fun fact, in Tel Aviv, in all of Israel, the weekends are actually on Friday and Saturday, not on Saturday and Sunday. And so... Basically, Sunday is our Monday, which is why I'm referring to the weekend, even though it's Sunday. So over the weekend, I was listening to a new book by Jay Bear and someone else. I hope that they never listen to this podcast episode because I'm totally spacing on the other dude's name. But Jay Bear, uh, many of you I'm sure know him, is a very well-known content and social media marketer. He's someone who I followed for a very long time. And he and some other dude just came out with a new book called Top Triggers. And I thought that this was so interesting. And it's definitely not a book that I would normally pick up just because I'm not someone who's necessarily the biggest advocate of word of mouth mouth and referral marketing. For us, when people come into our programs and call us up and say, hey, can you help? What people typically say is, I've gotten all of my clients from word of mouth, or I've gotten all of my clients from referrals, to which we always say, okay, but how do you control that? How do you scale that? How do you systematize word of mouth marketing? which is why we in LEC are such big fans of, you know, all kinds of marketing, but specifically uh, paid media. So Facebook ads, Instagram, Google AdWords, all that big stuff. And it's stuff that we're really active and heavy in within our own business and also what we teach our clients. And so for me, I was never someone who was the biggest fan of this concept of word of mouth marketing, because to me, It wasn't controllable, it wasn't predictable, and it wasn't repeatable, right? Like if a million people were referred to your business this year, how the heck are you supposed to repeat that next year? It's completely out of your control. But because I'm a big fan of Jay Bears and I respect him a lot, I said, okay, you know, I'll give this book a chance. And so I picked up Talk Triggers, which is all about word of mouth marketing, but 
not only what is it, but how do you actually control it and how do you actually systematize it? Because lots of people love talking about word of mouth marketing, but very few people actually know what that means and how to turn it into a strategy, which is exactly what this book is all about. And he shows a lot of real life examples of how talk triggers are actually impacting businesses of all sizes and across all industries around the world. And so a talk trigger is essentially the one thing in your business that inspires people to talk about it to their friends, to their colleagues, to their coworkers on social media, and also in person. And this one thing doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't even have to be good. People could be talking crap about your business and that's still considered a talk trigger. And I think that's what's really important about having this one thing is that it has to be a bit polarizing. It needs to be something that people really, really love or people really, really dislike. Because if people ever feel in the middle about your brand or anything, anything about your brand that's just kind of eh, lukewarm, no one's going to talk about it. So people need to have a strong opinion about it either way. And I think that talk triggers are actually more relevant than ever with basically the internet allowing us to have access to everyone else's businesses, knowing exactly what they're doing, knowing exactly how they're generating leads, knowing exactly how they're acquiring customers, knowing exactly where and how they're creating content. It has become easier than ever to be copycats. And again, I'm not someone who's going to talk crap about copycats. I think that there's a lot of value in seeing what works, not reinventing the wheel and modeling other people based on their own success. But in my mind, there's a very big difference between modeling and then copying. Because when you copy people, I mean, forget all the ethical stuff and whatever. I'm not even talking about that. When you're looking at copying, how are you ever supposed to stand out or rise above the noise? It's just almost impossible when you are literally copying someone's every little step. If you can look at the model and how they structured something and say, okay, now how can I make this more interesting or different or better, then that's a whole other story. So a talk trigger is what's going to allow you to rise above the noise regardless of your offers. It has nothing to do with your offers. And what's awesome about talk triggers also is it doesn't really matter if you are the best of the best of the best of whatever it is that you sell, because that's not what it's about. That's ultimately not why people are going to remember you, right? Lots of businesses have good service. Lots of businesses provide a good service, but that's not typically something that inspires people to go around to all their friends and talk about it, right? I mean, it's like a pretty mediocre experience today to have good experiences with a business. And so it doesn't mean that your offers itself have to be absolutely exceptional. It's something separate than that. So let me paint you guys a picture so you understand what I'm talking about and some of the examples that he shares. If you guys look at the Cheesecake Factory, I, for one, am a massive fan of the Cheesecake Factory. Don't know if you are, but I am a massive fan. I literally talk about the Cheesecake Factory all the time. And especially now that I live in Israel and we don't have the Cheesecake Factory here, that is always like the first restaurant I want to go to when I head back to the States. And so the Cheesecake Factory, as we all know, if you've ever been there, their menu is about the size of a Bible, right? I don't even know how many different items that they have on that menu. But I read in the book that they have like at least 75 or 80 chicken dishes alone. So if you are into chicken, you're going to have a lot of options at the Cheesecake Factory. And <clears throat> this menu, the size of the menu is something that was never actually seen before in a restaurant, right? I mean, it's like so over the top 
that it really inspires people to either love it or hate it and then talk about it everywhere. And if you go on Twitter or Instagram and you look at the amount of times that people actively talk and make remarks about the Cheesecake Factory, it's insane. It's crazy. More than any other restaurant. And guess what? The Cheesecake Factory spends almost nothing on their marketing. It's all word of mouth. And that's how they were able to grow so quickly because their talk trigger became this menu, which wasn't necessarily something that was exceptional, right? All restaurants have menus. They just did something a little bit different. Now, let me give you guys another example. If you look at the Doubletree Hotels, when you think about the Doubletree Hotels, what comes to mind for you if any of you guys have stayed there? Now, the Doubletree Hotels do something very, very unique that their competitors do not. Every single time someone goes to the front desk to check into the Doubletree, you get handed a warm chocolate chip cookie. A warm chocolate chip cookie, something as simple as that. And that small talk trigger has literally transformed their business, keeping them constantly sold out, allowed them to grow so fast. And guess what? They spend almost nothing on advertising and marketing compared to their customers. But it's something that people talk about to their friends, to their colleagues, all across the internet. And within this book, they share all the specific stats. You know, when you look at Cheesecake Factory customers or when you look at Doubletree customers, what do they most constantly talk about? How many people will consistently refer that to a friend or family. And the numbers are absolutely crazy. Now, if you're thinking, okay, well, I'm not a massive hotel chain or a massive restaurant chain, then let's look at a little business, right? Another example that they give that I really appreciated was a small mom and pop burgers place in Sacramento, California. And they were just a regular burger place, you know, nothing exciting. The food was okay, service was okay. But then they started do some, doing something that was really different and really interesting. And what they did is every single time a table was about to pay before they paid, they would go up to the table, the waiter, and they would lay out a deck of cards and they would say, pick a card. And someone from the table would pick a card. And if that person picked up a joker, then the entire meal was paid for. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's a whole high school baseball team or if it's just a couple having dinner together, you get the whole meal free. And because of it, it became this exciting thing where all the other patrons of the restaurant would be looking over, seeing what card they picked. And before they knew it, people started talking about it more and more and more in Sacramento. And today, the line is always straight out the door, which is crazy. And it's just a little burger place, but it's always out the door because it's this alert. It's this exciting experience they're not used to within a burger place, right? And now this place has been listed all over the United States and different publications, and it's really, really blown up. And so if you're wondering right now, what's a talk trigger in your business? How can you get your customers to become free marketers for your business? There are four core R's that Jay Bear talks about that you have to be thinking about when picking a talk trigger for your brand. Now, the first one is remarkable, okay? The second one is relevant. The third one is reasonable, and the fourth one is repeatable, okay? So remarkable means as simply as it sounds, it's worthy of remark, okay? Somebody, it's not just an ordinary experience. It's something that's interesting, or it's something that's surprising, or something that's alluring or fun that you would, you know, casually mention to a coworker, to a friend, or online. It's not an everyday experience. It has to be relevant. So for example, if I went to my audience of online entrepreneurs and I said, hey guys, um, I'm going to sell this 
package. I'm trying to think of a good example. I'm going to sell bike helmets to you guys, or I am going to give away free bike helmets to all of you online entrepreneurs. People would be like, uh, that's random. And that's not necessarily relevant to what we're doing. So it has to be relevant. It has to be aligned. And so when you think about the Doubletree Hotel, for example, the Doubletree wants you to feel like your home right? It's about the feeling. It's about the core brand vibe and values. And by offering a chocolate chip cookie, that's a very clear alignment. It's comforting. You feel welcomed. Okay. So it has to be relevant. It has to be reasonable. And what that means is that you don't want to offer something or integrate a talk trigger that's way crazy over the top. You know what I mean? So for example, if I were one day to be like, Hey guys, let's all enter a contest. And one of you is going to win a private Island then everybody would be like, uh, that's sketchy and weird and we don't believe you, right? So it has to be something that's reasonable. You know, and again, not even just reasonable. It doesn't have to be crazy at all. It could be something that's really simple. Simple as something as a chocolate chip cookie, but it just has to be unexpected and repeatable, okay? It has to be something that is within your budget, that is within the capacity of time and energy that you are willing to give to this on a regular basis. So those are the four core R's. So I want to ask you guys, what are talk triggers in your business? I would love for you guys to write some ideas and feel free to send them to me. But what would make your customers feel surprised and appreciated in a way that your competitors aren't doing? Because if you could do that, it doesn't matter how much smaller you are than your competitors or even if your service isn't as good or doesn't have as many testimonials or experiences. These are the things that get people talking. So I want you guys to take some time to think about talk triggers in your brand. Love you a lot, and we'll talk soon.